Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Traders Chat. Uh, I'm here joined with Lou, our senior trader and a wizard in the community. Uh, thanks for joining, Lou. Thanks, Reese, for the very nice introduction. Always <laughs> a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, good. It's uh, good to be in some long trades again. I think we said this last week, but they've continued to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been an awesome start to the year. Some good trends. Some good trends yeah. and some good runners as well, which hopefully we'll go through. We'll go through in this podcast. Yeah, we've got a got a few things to cover, so we will cover the market conditions and what we're watching. Um, but first, we'll we'll cover some some recent news articles which may affect the markets. But we'll see. Uh, but before we do kick things off, uh, here's Craig with a quick word from our sponsor, Bitget. Just a quick word from our sponsors, BitGet, you know, to keep the lights on and all. TraderCobb and BitGet have partnered up as we've done extensive research on what we believe to be the best trading platform for margin traders on the market today. We've got a full tutorial on how to raise orders and how to get access to your trading account, as well as a 10% trading fee discount if you click and sign up with the link below. With great liquidity and great order systems, this is the premier platform for us going forward. Join up with the link in the description to get 10% off your trading fee. Um, yeah, let's jump into some news articles. So the first one that I want to cover is the bankruptcy of Genesis. Uh, so last week, Genesis did end up filing for bankruptcy. Um, we sort of saw this coming. It's been drawn out for quite some time since you know the collapse of FTX. Um, but it's not really affected the market, has it? No, this is kind of one of the things we were talking about in live trading floor, like looking out for negative, the, the shift in market um, environments, in market sentiment, going from the bad news to good news phenomenon or super bad news, just not meaning anything. And the market uh, rallies like it is now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like, uh, I do feel bad for anyone that's caught up in the Genesis collapse and anyone that does have funds that are stuck on there. It is... It's painful to see and we don't wish that on anyone. But on a positive note, it is good to see that something like this can happen. Um, a big lending platform files for bankruptcy, which does affect a lot of other subsidiary companies. And the market just doesn't care. The market just kicks on and Bitcoin, you know, across the top 10, they're still up in double digit percentage wise, uh, which is really good to see. Um, so the next news article that I wanted to talk about was the Shanghai upgrade for ETH, uh, which is due to, to happen around March. Uh, the reason we're talking about this is because since Ethereum swapped over to a proof of stake network, it requires people to stake their ETH for the network to work and to process the transactions. Now, the... It's quite a substantial amount of ETH that does need to be staked by a um, by a validator, right? I think that's it's around thirty two ETH. So each validator needs to stake around thirty two ETH um, to get the rewards of being a, a validator. And recently, we've ticked over to five hundred thousand validators on the network at the moment. So five hundred thousand times thirty two ETH, it's a lot of validators, right? And then you add in the price of ETH, it's around 16, I think it was $16 billion worth of ETH that is currently locked up on the network with the validators. So this upcoming 
Shanghai upgrade will allow people that are staking ETH as validators to unlock some of that ETH. Okay, so some of these stakers have had it staked for, for quite some time. Sorry, some of these validators have had their ETH staked for quite some time. And around March, if this all goes well, they'll have the opportunity to unstake a lot of their ETH. Um, so I do think this is important to, to discuss. If you do hold ETH long-term, we may see some price fluctuations around that time of people just unstaking their ETH and you know maybe cashing some profits. But again, this isn't financial advice. I, I think it's just a point to note. So if you do hold ETH, just keep an eye out for the market and maybe just keep up to date with the, with the Shanghai upgrade. Do you have anything to add there, Lou? Not really. Um, I always find the names of these upgrades really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Shanghai upgrade, the Frankfurt Accord. Yeah. <laughs> the, Lo the Los Angeles block. <laughs> like I, I, I've seen a few of these things happen since I was involved in the space. I haven't been mm. involved that long compared to a lot of other people, but, you know, 2017 saw forks. Um, and upgrades on a lot of the major networks. Um, and I've seen quite a, quite a few things happen since then. So, yeah, I guess it'll be interesting to see see what happens. It is, um, it is quite interesting, isn't it? So the next one I think we should talk about. Now, this isn't a big news event. This is an interesting one, to say the least. So the Department of Justice in the U.S., there was some some leaked information around a an exchange that they were chasing in a, a joint operation with the FBI and a few international authorities. And they said that they were targeting a crypto exchange that started with B, right? So that's just about any crypto exchange, isn't it? Like most of them start with a B except for FTX and, you know, that didn't end well. But yeah, they released some information to say that they were chasing a crypto exchange that started with B. Now, this should have scared a lot of the crypto market and we should have seen that affect the markets. It didn't. Again, we saw Bitcoin and the top 10 just charge on and uh, continue to hit positive growth uh, over the last week. But it turned out that the exchange that they were chasing was one called BitsLato. Have you ever heard of that? No. <laughs> I've never heard of Bitslato. Bitslato. So, uh, also, there was a whole, a huge, not a whole, but a huge amount of speculation, even through last year, that it was Binance. Like, um, yeah. Binance was doing a move against FTX because they were under investigation by the Department of Justice. That was a huge rumor last year. Don't they like to spread rumors? Well, I think you know what this does. Well, bit light. So sorry to anyone that has funds on bit light. Eh? Bit light. Same means the same to me. Nothing. But look, I, honestly, just quickly, like what this highlights is that whatever is shown in the news, it is. It's got to be 75% false most of the time, it's at least in relation to the markets. There is no way that anyone, even Elon Musk, like even someone, even Jerome Powell has market information 
that can pre like that can I all these rumors are false. <laughs> all the rumors, they're just always fear so sells. Like fear sells, it sells. And especially in the correct market environment. Like if you're already in a bear market and everything's downtrending, why not throw throw a full few um fearful rumors in there? Same for a bull market. Everything's oh, yeah. uptrending and euphoria is really high. Yeah. Why not why <laughs> not throw a few rumors that Google's using Bitcoin as payments or yeah, or PayPal. Whatever. PayPal. Or PayPal. Yeah, that, that was good. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah that was, um, or Bitcoin's going to 100,000. It's, it's oh, in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's in. It's in. We just see time and time again big news um, articles and you know, news companies just spreading fear. And then, yeah, like you said, in bull markets, spreading good news and trying to suck people in. It's, it's ridiculous how much power that they have. And I don't think they realize it, but yeah, Bitslato, um, it was a Russian founder that was apparently affiliated with some Chinese backdoor, uh, I shouldn't say scamming, but money laundering. Um, so yeah, that was their big takeaway. That was their big takedown. Um, well done to the Department of Justice and all the joint operations and you know using taxpayers' money to take down a, a minor a very, very small crypto exchange. Yeah, seriously, well well done to the DOJ for for protecting for protecting us. Thank you. Just out of control. Um, the next one is around Coindesk. So Coindesk is apparently up for sale. So after Genesis filed for bankruptcy, its parent company DCG um, looks like it's now selling Coindesk. So DCG own Coindesk. Um, and what I think f- is funny about Coindesk being sold by DCG is that Coindesk were the ones that spread the news about the insolvency of FTX, right? So they spread the news about the insolvency of FTX. Um, CZ tweeted about this and it just went around in this big vicious circle of FTX collapsing. And then I think Genesis and DCG held FTT tokens and then it ended up collapsing Genesis and DCG had been hit pretty hard and now they're looking to sell Coindesk, right? So Coindesk spread the news and it's come right around, done a full circle, knocked all these dominoes down and now they're being sold and potentially collapsing. I just thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. And and also it kind of highlights like um, any trader any active experienced market participant will say this the market takes no it takes it's the ultimate humbler it's the ultimate humbler and like because like everything always comes full circle and the market is the ultimate humbler it's the ultimate decider like for example in this example um genesis over leveraged even even you know even though they lost funds in FTX, whatever caused it, I don't know. But they over-leveraged somewhere and now they're being cleaned out. And um, yeah, just all comes full circle. Yeah. I'm just so, I'm so excited for all this bad news to, to just be over with, you know, and then we can move on and start doing podcasts on some good news that's entering the crypto space and not just focusing on, 
you know, just bad news and companies collapsing, it's, it will come to an end very, very soon, I, I hope. Yeah, and everyone will forget about the bad news, just like it was a thing yesterday. It's what always happens. Well, it wasn't, it's, it hasn't been long since FTX collapsed. No, it hasn't been long. And, <laughs> and, and, and just for full, and full, and for full disclosure, like Reese and I lost a lot of money on FTX. We lost a lot of our accounts and we're hurting as much as anyone else that has lost money in FTX. Mm. In the same respect, it seems like everyone's forgotten about FTX. It seems like the, it was, it was in November. Actually, so you say that. I read somewhere again, this is just Twitter. So it's probably about 10% true, but I think the guys from three arrows capital were looking to raise funds to start a new exchange called GTX. And yeah. the reason behind the name is because G comes after F. FT. Okay. So I, really, I do want to do some digging around that. There's like, you'd be silly to invest in that, wouldn't you? After three hours, capital just went down and, you know, Although, you know, they could potentially learn from their mistakes and create a really, really good yeah. I, just don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'd rather focus on companies that have survived. Like, oh, I'll back CZ. Oh, okay. <laughs> if CZ's opening a company, I'll back that. And BitGet. I know BitGet have just thrived. Yeah, BitGet, yeah, BitGet have thrived as well. Any of the companies that, thr that thrive through the bear markets, I think, like, if you're thinking of investing, like, they deserve investment. Because they've survived and they've managed their risk properly. They've responsibly managed customers' funds. They haven't over-leveraged themselves. Like so many things. Like all these companies that have failed, it's because they've over-leveraged, they have poor risk management, they don't respect their customers' funds. That's the way I see it. It's harsh, but it's true. If you can't, if you can't um, survive all market environments, you shouldn't be in the game. No, that's right. And if we can make it past Q1 and Q2 of this year and, you know, the interest rates stop rising or they, you know, they really slow down to 0% to increases uh, every month, I think, yeah, any company that can get through this will flourish when the time comes. 100%. 100%. Um, all right, so that's it for news. Uh, bit of a boring week in the news department. Unfortunately, I couldn't dig around and find any good news. Uh, but, yeah, we'll move on to charts, our favourite part of the podcast. Uh, talking charts. about charts, talking about the market conditions and talking about our plan of attack uh, moving forward. So what have you got there, Lou? This is the Bitcoin dominance chart. Um Look, I haven't really been using the dominance chart that much, but I'll just pop a monthly level in here anyway, just to follow. So monthly levels, I use this color here. Sorry, this color here. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'll just be looking at Bitcoin approaching that monthly level. Um, just like I look at it on a normal chart. I know it's a long way away. Oh, look at that daily level through there. And this is color I use for daily levels. So um, look, some overhead resistance coming. If it blasts through that, I guess Bitcoin's dominance is high. We found some rough correlation with this lot in the market, in the bull market, where when Bitcoin's dominance was high, the altcoins were um, not trending. 
and when Bitcoin's dominance was low, the altcoins were trending. I think it's kind of bucked that trend because the whole market's rising at the moment. So um, it'd be interesting to see how this chart matures and if we can maybe use it for some type of rough um, correlation. But more importantly, let's have a look at the top 10. Just on that, like we have historically seen Bitcoin lead into a bull market and we see the Bitcoin dominance chart um, in a nice trend to the upside like we are now. And then, yeah, hit historical sort of resistance levels. And then we see more money flow into the alt markets. Now, it's not drastic. You know, you don't see it. You know, altcoins don't just take off because Bitcoin's dropping. We generally see them all go up in the same direction, but we may start to see Bitcoin slowing down a little bit. It has had a good run. A lot of money has flowed into Bitcoin. So yeah, is it time for the alts to, to step up? Yeah, and, and the alts have been sweat and the alt, alts have been um, stepping up, haven't they? Like the alt market's been having a great run. We can kind of have a look here on the market cap, how much money has actually come into the market since the beginning of January, so over the past two weeks. Um, We've hit over, yeah, I, not over a trillion. Oh, they're just tapping a trillion. So, just yeah, we're cool. just, just tapping it. Oh. We're just trying to look for levels through here. What was the peak? Three trillion? So 1.01. 1. Oh, yeah. Um, at the height of the pool, yeah, let's say three trillion. Oh, three trillion. So we're just almost crossing over that one trillion dollar market cap. That one trillion dollar market cap. I remember back in, um, I remember back in 2017, because I read about the dot com bubble. And the dot com bubble burst when that hit one trillion. I was like, oh, when Bitcoin hits one trillion, I'm going to get out. It hit like six hundred. It hit like six hundred billion or something, or three hundred billion or something, and then just crashed. Yeah. <laughs> or the two, or crypto total market cap. Sorry. Um, and then here in the daily, just looking at some levels. Um, we have a really nice trend there. Look, there's there's a rough level kind of coming through here. Um, so around the, we just say the numbers on the these levels for anyone. Oh, sorry. So around. Um, 1.032 trillion dollar mark there's like a daily there's quite a strong daily level there's a rough daily level mm. I should say. But we have such a strong trend through there like if we busted through that level like we have historically um that would be a very nice uptrend and showing like strength strength like a lot of strength coming into the market so a lot of money flowing in which is a that, is, that would be a bullish sign, of course. So next, let's have a look at Bitcoin. All right, Bitcoin. So in our Discord group, we've I actually shared this in the um, public community chat in Discord. So have three have different levels here. Have a monthly level at thirty at twenty eight thousand eight nine seven. A weekly level drawn in at two six seven nine seven. And then we're just at the moment we're in this daily range between 22,410 and 23,171. Excuse me. If we break out of this range, you know, if we break out of this range, like we have broken out of all the previous ranges for, you know, since the beginning of the year, even last year when we were trading predominantly short, 
and when we're trading long. Whenever Bitcoin starts trading your range and it breaks out, like any asset, it doesn't have to be Bitcoin. You know, it shows that there's momentum behind the buyers, at least in mm. this case. Um, next to Ethereum. Now, Ethereum is what I'm actually watching pretty closely, or we're watching closely mm. in the community. I have this monthly level drawn in here. It's very rough at 1685.12. And then if we go to the daily, you can just see that monthly level say since the 5th of november it's just tapped it tapped it again on the on the 21st of january so about 1685.12 i'm actually look i'll be keeping a pretty close eye on that level and just seeing if price does go through it um if some type of breakout sets up under that level i i, I want to know about it because that's a ve- it's, it's quite a um you know it's a pretty well established monthly level and um if Ethereum decides to break that, you know, it could just add to that, uh, add to that long side kind of thing. And we see, you know, we saw with oh, Bitcoin. Damn just- it, I miss mm. Binance. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, I was before I did the podcast. Yeah, before I did the podcast, I was like, I'm gonna raise orders for them. Well, we got on OP. <laughs> Which is a nice trade so far. Yeah, we, we got a Australia. You just want to get them all. Uh, we're in the list. Anyway, go. But um, anyway, look, what have we been saying to the community this week? There's always another trade. There is always another trade. Yeah, and and look here with Binance, it's a really good example of how price just breaks out of those ranges. Like we have this rough range here on the daily. Oh, sorry, this is on two day. On the daily here. You know, a few tests above there and then boom, you just see price break out of that range with with power, you know. It's mm. a very, very bullish sign, you know. Very um or it doesn't matter. If you're short, if you're trading short, it's a really good sell signal. If it, if you're trading long, it's a really good buy signal. So well um is that why we see such power break through these levels to the upside? Maybe there's a lot of short orders sitting there, you know, waiting to to short off key resistance levels and we're just seeing the buyers push and push and push and you know come out on top and then we're you know the short sellers they've been entered in and they're stuck in a losing trade so they're market selling you know market selling to get out of that position and the price just creeps higher and That's, higher and higher That's generally sorry higher. yeah for sure yeah for sure reese yeah and their stops are just above that level mm. so you kind of they kind of get stop hunted like yeah. you have a re- that's that's why trading these really well established levels for breakouts, like looking for breakouts or trading off of them going long, are really um, a really good uh, good indicators to use, I guess. Um, so next is XRP, same thing in this tight range, then boom, broken out. So could definitely be looking for some type of maybe even a cradle off of that off that level. Mm-hmm. Um, or playing the or playing the lower time frame breakout. Next, Doge, another nice level, just trying to break out. So we talked about this in live trading for today as well um, about price grinding higher. So it's like grinding, 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 and then it just pops and grinds again and pops. So that's where breakouts are really awesome to use um, in this type of market environment because you don't get like the free flowing trend where we'd use in in trader cob like the cradle strategy um we need like that dipping in and dipping out momentum when the market's grinding like this it's really awesome to use 
to uh, use breakouts like you're seeing here. Um, Ada, have a, have a few strategies to attack in different market conditions. hundred percent. Yeah, that's right. That's right. hundred percent. And you don't know when the market conditions are going to turn on and turn off. So it's good to have uh, tools for different conditions, like you said. Um, here in Ada, yeah, same thing. Um, just stuck in this strong range, aren't we? Oh, oh, there is a nice level there too. There is a very nice level there as well. So <laughs> even going down to the lower time frames here, be um, be wanting to keep an eye on that. If we see the buyers come to the party, oh, if we see the buyers come to the party, look, look, yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We don't try and we'll predict. So we just take trades. We've got we've got some good trades on now anyway. So um, yeah, a few very good trades. We'll, we'll share we'll share one with you guys soon, which is kind of just popping at the moment. You kind of just want to get them all though, but whatever. you have to be greedy in these situations though. Um, so by not being um, so sorry, just talking about Matic here quickly. Um, still stuck in this range. Looks like see, it's just grinding. Looks like it's about to pop. Same here with Dot. A bit of a less established range, but again, grinding up into that level. Boom. If you've got some type of breakout off that level to the upside, I definitely want to know about it. So it's just grinding. The market's just grinding, grinding higher. Litecoin, very well-established level there. Same thing. And then SHIB. Wow, SHIB in the top 10 now. There you go. Um, Meme coins. SHIB and Doge. <laughs> and something like um, SHIB here, a few touches on an upper level, a lower high there um, would be would set up for a great breakout to the long side as well. Um, so, yeah, yeah we is... are seeing a lot of tokens just testing those upper levels. So yes. anyone that is just listening into the podcast, yeah, we are, we do have the chat uh, the, the charts open. So I would encourage you just to, if you do have time, jump on YouTube and, uh, and watch the recording and just, uh, you know, plot some levels and see what we're talking about. Yeah, 100%. Plotting the levels is really good because when you put your levels in, um, even if it's just on the daily, it just lets you identify everything so easy, so easily. It, it makes a very efficient scanning and and um, identifications of trades, like this one with OP. So OP could have taken it on the 12 or the 8. You just have price pulling into this level, pop, and then whew, off we go. So, yeah, levels are good. And you can even... If you got if you got rid of all indicate like what's the most important indicator is price. So, um, if I were to have two indicators to trade with, it would be the candles or price action. Yeah. And levels. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, same, same. So just remember what like what you're looking at when you look at the markets and the importance of um, what you're looking at and what you're reading. But there are some nice levels there, and I'll be yeah like we've been. Trading long since the 1st of January, more or less. Maybe have one or two shorts here and there, like more scalpy trades to to lower targets. But um, now it's all longs. That um, GAL, GAL trade from, uh, I think it was about two weeks ago, was still in that. Um, oh, yeah. You'd be about a 45 to 1 right now. Wow. It's just taken off. There's a lot of trades. You know, you've done a amazing job with posting trades in the community um we do also have the bit get side of the community which are 
you know, they're getting trade updates as well. So if you are listening in and you do have a BitGet account or you don't, you can create one using the link in the description and join us on Discord in the BitGet community. But also if you don't have the courses or you don't have a current subscription and you're wanting to join the private community, we do have a sale running from tomorrow until Sunday for 23% off everything. Just use the code OSDAY23 or A-U-S-D-A-Y-2-3 and you'll receive 23% off, uh, which is really good. Uh, perfect timing, I think. Yeah, perfect timing. Perfect timing perfect. for Australia. Yeah, for Australia Day and, and um, start of the year and all that stuff. Yeah, we're just seeing the market start to pick up and I feel bad for the people that did walk away from crypto. Um, I know they did it because of FTX collapsing or there was a lot of fear around and they just wanted it to protect their capital and that's fine. But it really did pay for those who did stick around and and uh, take the trades because now we're starting to see those people come back and people in our community, myself, you, you know, we're sitting on double digit percentage of uh, gains this month already. So it does pay to stick around. Yeah, yeah. And and and, and it does hurt. Like FTX hurt a lot. Um, we were lucky to not get completely cleaned out. We got pretty well cleaned out. <laughs> but not completely. Just, I'm, I'm just happy just, we can laugh about it now. It was, yeah, yeah, same, same. Um, so, I still cry. Yeah, still, still cry on the inside. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that's uh, good that's it. Thanks for covering the charts. There's a lot out there where no worries, mate. We're constantly getting large watch lists every morning after live trading floor. Um, some great trading opportunities. So yeah, like I said, if you're looking to join the community, then feel free to do so. Uh, but yeah, let's wrap it up there. Thanks for uh, joining Lou and running through the charts and having a chat. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, no worries. Thanks. Always a always a pleasure, Reese. Always a pleasure. And we'll um, hopefully we've got Craig back. I think next week. I haven't heard from him. He's having a great time away on holiday, <laughs> which is good. Now he deserves it. So uh, we may have Craig back next week. Um, but if I know Craig, I don't like the chances. I think it'll be the weekend, uh, the week after. So um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll chat to you guys next week.